Get on the road to Cheltenham with Betfair and build your free bet pop for the festival. Bet £20 across UK and Irish racing. Get a £10 free bet on the Cheltenham Festival. Runs every Saturday. Build your free bet pop with Betfair. Welcome to the weekend warm-up sponsored by Betfair as their road to Cheltenham. Well, Betfair have got a cracking offer for the festival. We'll get straight into those details and welcome along Barry. Yeah, it's week, uh, it's week four of our offer, Emma. Obviously, we've had the previous three weeks. You bet 20 quid on the Betfair exchange each Saturday and we'll give you a free £10 bet for Cheltenham. So if you started on the 13th of February on week one and you've bet the last three weeks, you'll have 30 quid already. And if you do the same for the next two weeks, you'll top that bank up to 50 quid. But it's not too late for people to get involved for, uh, for newer existing customers. Bet your 20 quid this weekend and the following weekend and we'll still give you 10 quid on each of those occasions. So... Uh, Everyone's looking forward to Cheltenham now. It's within touching, it's within reach for us, really, isn't it? But a uh, couple of good Saturdays to go racing first. Yeah, certainly. We're well, completing our, our trio this afternoon is Martin Dixon. And Martin, good to have you with us. Temperatures have definitely dropped a little, but we have got still good racing ground everywhere. Yeah, and it's a proper day's racing on Saturday as well. I was a little bit surprised when I opened the, the cards up just to see the, the quality spread across the cards. Donny's a good card. They've got uh, plenty of races, plenty of horses there. And we're going to be looking more in detail at Kelso and Newbury. And again, the quality on, on both of those cards is pretty high. Okay, well, we'll start off with the 150, the, um, the Bet Victor Greatwood Gold Cup at Newbury. And this is quite an interesting race. It's a good renewal of the race. Paul Nichols has dominated it. He's won nine of 15 runnings and he's got a pretty strong hand again here. He has. Well, he's going to have the favourite, isn't he? Grand Sansi, certainly the, the early priced favourite anyway. A, a young horse, only a seven-year-old. Bryony Frost will take the ride. He's, he's pretty low mileage as a chaser. Um, I just wonder how well handicapped he is Emma myself others will will disagree but you look at his form he's beat he's won two three runner chases at the end of the day and yes he beat good horses in those races but they aren't in the most competitive of scenarios and I think in in this race there is it, it's certainly very very competitive. Mm, I think Barry I know you quite like this horse's chances one of a couple in the race but the interesting thing about him is the ground his, his form figures on decent ground are significantly better aren't they? Yeah, and off the back of a break as well, Emma, which he gets coming here tomorrow. He's got uh, he's off the back of 119 days. He's been absent, and I think that stands him in good stead as well. Uh, I thought his win in Chepstow looked decent. That was off the back of a 230-day break. Now he disappointed him when Canton behind GA Law. Uh, he went off four to five favourite that day. But if you can put a line through that run, and I suspect you can, well then. He comes here with a significant chance. He's four to one favourite in the early exchanges on the Betfair Sportsbook. It's five to one. Killer Clown, senior citizen, is seven along with the big bite. Umbregado's the same price. Another Creek eight with Pistol Whip, and it's fourteen bar them. But uh, yeah, I would just side probably with Grand Sanse, Grand Sanse over Killer Clown, uh, just because of that break, hundred nineteen day break, and the better ground. And I, I, unlike Martin, I think he could have a bit of fat left in the Sandy Cup market. Okay, well, let's have a look at some of the opposition. We'll start with Killer Clown. You just mentioned him because I was really impressed by the way he won at Kempton. I know he's £13 higher now, but he's definitely Martin a horse on the up, isn't he? Oh, very much so. I mean, he was very, very good at, at Kempton. He put everything together for the first time. He's a horse that they tried over three miles at Exeter earlier on in the season, two free, didn't get home. Then they dropped him back at Sandown. The ground was probably a little bit tacky and testing for him at Sandown but 
on a flat track, ground not two testing at Kempton, he put it all together and he had the race won three out. It was a it was actually a really competitive race and the form subsequently tells you that. The the runner up Falco Blitz came out just last week at Southall and won off a couple of pounds higher than he was racing against uh, up against Killer Clown. But Killer Clown, as I say, he had him beaten three out. He just popped over the last three fences, won pretty much as he liked. So yes, he's been hit with a fifteen pound rise, but I think we learned at Kempton that those are his conditions. He wants a flat track. He wants ground that's not too testing. And he probably wants two and a half, you know, an intermediate trip. He's got all of that again at Newbury on Saturday. It's not going to be too testing for him. I'm struggling to find any negatives with him. I am tipping up something else, Emma, but he is the horse killer clan that I think probably should be favourite for the race in truth. Okay, well, let's go through one or two of the others. You've got senior citizen for Alan King. This is his prep run for the top, and he's certainly a candidate. Umbregado, who's won his last couple of starts. What else takes the eye for, for you guys? Well, for me, it's uh, another crick is the horse at a bigger price that I'd put up each way. As I said, Killer Clown I'd be positive about as well. But another crick is a horse that... He had a quite a long time off the track before his comeback this season. But if you go back to his novice campaign a couple of years ago, he was very progressive, including a win at Newbury over the big fences there at Newbury. So he's proven that he's done it before at the track. And then he followed that up at Kempton subsequently as well. And he was right back on track last time out over fences at Warwick. The race didn't quite get to the bottom of him. They didn't go quick enough for him to really get involved in the meat of the race. But he wasn't beaten far at all. And I think with a stronger gallop on the cards back at Newbury where he's won run before uh, a bigger price and each way price I'd, I'd say another crick has a good chance okay and Barry your take on the race take on I know we've spoken about Grand Sassi who you quite like but there's one or two others that, that you know you're not put off by other no senior citizen I thought for Alan King stables in good form and I thought that run in the Grand Sefton wasn't too bad and Obviously, two and a half miles on good ground around here, I think it'd be right up his alley as well. Just didn't, on the, on the soft ground in entry that day, just really tied up after jumping the last. So these would be ideal conditions for him, I thought, uh, senior citizen. But I really did focus on this race in the top two in the market. They're four to one and five to one, respectively, Grand Sanse and Killer Clem. I thought the winner would come from either one of them. Okay, good stuff. Well, let's move on to one of the feature races at Kelso because it's their big day of the year. And the 240 is the Bet365 Premier Chase. Um, Barry, let's start off by just shaping the market, really. What's going to be favourite? Yeah, ASO is going to be favourite. Uh, he was a neck behind two for gold last day, but obviously with the... Uh, with all the allowances in his favour this time round, I think he's £9 better off with the with with two for gold for that neck defeat. Uh, he's 15 to 8 ahead of two for gold, who's 9 to 4. 9 to 2 cloth cap with Lakeview lad, 15 to 2 definitely red, and cool mix the ragged field at 66 to 1. They're all quoted there. Yeah, Aso, I just thought he's in the ultimate and, and the Ryanair. I suppose if they're coming here, they're probably putting, I would imagine, Cheltenham on the shelf for now. With, 15 to 8, I thought, was an eminently reasonable price. Um, that run behind two for gold in Warwick and, and, and getting the weight off him this time around, he goes from giving him six pounds to, to getting uh, three pounds off. And so he's nine pounds better off for that neck defeat. And the form book just says if he puts it in, he wins. I don't, I thought Claude Cap, although a Labrooks Trophy winner, uh, that was in first time cheek pieces. He's gone up 12 pounds for that. Um, he was in the Grintorp, interestingly enough, on the same day, which uh, obviously opting to come here instead is, uh, is a tip in itself. But uh, I thought he was uh, vulnerable, uh, 
with that additional 12 pounds and obviously a grand national tilt for him on the cards. But yeah, ASO for me just ticked all the boxes in. Yeah, you mentioned the Ryanair. He was second, of course, wasn't he? At 33 to 1 in that race back in 2019. Um, Martin, your take on the field. Obviously, the weights are very much in his favour rather than two for golds on, on, on when they last met. They are, yeah, certainly. Barry's already touched on that £9 better off for a neck. And the fact is that if, if they sort of run to the same sort of levels and with that £9 swing, uh, so will be pretty hard to beat in terms of two for gold. Two for gold would certainly have to improve. It might be that the longer trip suits uh, two for gold, but I do think ASO is a horse that stays three miles, no problem uh, anywhere. The ground's not going to be too testing. It's just shy of three miles at Kelso as well, two miles, seven and a half. So I'd say it's a pretty much a, an optimum test for ASO. You know, all of the allowances in his favour. He hasn't won a race for over two years. So he's he's actually the joint highest rated horse in the field. He comes back, he comes into the race showing that he's full value for that rating. And yet because of the conditions of the race, he's receiving weight from all bar the 66 to one outsider cool mix. So it's there for the taking for ASO, in my opinion. I think if he gives his running... Uh, he'll be extremely difficult to beat. Now, that's probably the biggest doubt of all, but Venetia Williams knows her horses extremely well. They keep ticking in with plenty of winners. And like I say, he was right back to form last time out. So if he gives his running, I'm expecting a win for Acer. Okay, well, I think two for gold can uh, can hopefully get the better of him once again. I, I totally get it. The weights, that's not necessarily the obvious call, but I do think the different trip and the better ground for two for gold could just be in his favour. So, pressure time now. Naps of the day, each uh, each way bets of the weekend as well. We'll start off with your best bet, Martin. My best bet comes in again at Kelso in the Premier Novice Hurdle, which is at one thirty, and it's on Dan Skelton's My Drogo, who is set to be around the two to one market leader, maybe just a little bit shorter than that. But he really has created a good impression. This horse, he's won both of his starts over hurdles so far. One at Newbury uh, when he went through the race, swinging along all the way through, and caused a little bit of a minor upset on the day uh, with the odds on favourite a long way back, and then stepped up in class last time out at. Scott and again he improved significantly really impressed with how he went through the race traveling very strongly he had the subsequent bet for hurdle winner soaring glory back in third on that occasion and I think the slightly longer trip he steps up about two and a half furlongs in trip at Kelso on Saturday I think that will suit him as well so I'm taking uh, my Drogo to maintain his unbeaten record. Okay come on Barry hit us hard a nap of the day that's going to go in on Saturday. I've already spoken about it, Emma. Aso, I just think everything's in his favour, and if he gives his true running, he 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 obviously has to turn around form with uh, his conqueror last day, uh, and I think he'll do that, being nine pounds better off uh, for the neck. So yeah, Aso for me. I don't think anything else counts in the race outside of Aso and Tupaco. Okay, I'm going to go to Doncaster in the two twenty. It's the listed mare's novice hurdle, and it's Alice Allen King's win house. In, in this listed mares, as I say, novice hurdles. She won her first couple of starts um, over hurdles and then she was fourth against the boys at Cheltenham last time out. I think this is a good opportunity for her to get her head back in front. Well, now we're going to look a little further afield and be a bit more adventurous. Martin, best each way better the day on Saturday. 
Well, I do like another Crick who we've already touched on, but the best each way better the day for me comes over at Kelso. That's in the Moor Battle Hurdle at 3.15 and Hunter's Call for Ollie Murphy and Aidan Coleman. Horse who's just been very, very consistent in some good quality handicap races right the way through this season so far. He was fourth in the Greatwood at Cheltenham earlier in the year. He was third in the Lanzarote on his most recent start when he just maybe found his stamina stretched a little bit late on. And I think coming back to a stiff two miles, uh, with plenty of pace on in front of him to aim at will suit Hunter's call, so him each way. Perfect, good stuff. And Barry? My nap is in the same race, or my, sorry, my each way selection is in the same race. It's a seven, the one chance it's called Favois. It, by, uh, trained by Dan Skelton, it had been in the Beffer Hurl. They're choosing to, they gave the Beffer Hurl a swerve, obviously the Kazan in that race as well. Uh, they've come here for this £75,000 handicap. Uh, must give kudos to Kelso for turning this into a handicap because it's, it's got 14 runners, doesn't it? 75 grand race when it was a conditions race. It wasn't, it was only four or five entries every year. So, yeah, it, it, good for race planning to see these races turn into handicaps. But Fravois beat, uh, beat Manella Drama last day in the Supreme Hurdle Trial up in Haydock. Uh, was rated 131 then, is rated 144 now. Manella Drama's gone on and frank that form, albeit over two and a half miles last Saturday. I think he's definitely a horse with bundles of uh, talent and he's a horse going in the right direction for me and I think he like, can still exploit that mark of 144. So if I've each way it's 7-1 to one in the more battle. Well, I'm going to go with a horse that we've already touched on and that is in the feature race at Newbury because Killer Clown, I think, is a horse that's really improving. I know he has taken a significant... To mark up in the weights um, but I think he's a horse well worth following Emma Lavelle's horses aren't in bad form and I think he'd be the one that I would be siding with there so once again thank you very much Barry and to Martin and we'll catch up with you both next week good luck at the weekend get on the road to Cheltenham with Betfair and build your free bet pop for the festival bet £20 across UK and Irish racing get a £10 free bet on the Cheltenham festival runs every Saturday <laughs> Build your free bet pop with Betfair.